everyone. I hope you are staying healthy and safe. This podcast episode comes with a video interview. If you would like to watch the video interview, you can find the links of the interview in my episode notes. You can watch it either through my YouTube page or my Facebook page called Words of Heart Podcasts. However you choose to listen to it, I truly hope you enjoy it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Words of Heart. In today's episode, we have the privilege of speaking with Kayla Brissy. I hope I said that right. (laughs) Thank you for joining me today, Kayla. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here and to be able to share my story with your audience and just how I've overcome adversity in some of life's most challenging circumstances. Awesome. So speaking of that story, Kayla, if you can give us the inside scoop into who you are, that would be awesome. Sure. So a little bit of my background, (laughs) I'm multifaceted. So I am a certified life coach and a holistic healing practitioner, a marketing strategist speaker, and I'm the author of Healing from Grief and Transforming Inner Pain, as well as a co-author of several anthologies. So what I do really in the realm of my professional work is I help transform lives by really supporting my clients to break free from what's holding them back so that they can truly live a highly favored life and leave their mark on the world. So really looking at overcoming these adversities, stepping into their personal power, uh, pursuing their calling in life, their divine mission, and really just making that greater impact. And I do that through a variety of different things with intuitive guidance, coaching, you know, strategic consulting and various holistic and alternative methods. And all of that has really been part of my journey into who I am and how I've overcome a lot of the obstacles that I've faced throughout my life, especially in the last 10 to 15 years. And as I've gone through each one of these events, which we will talk about, I've learned how to overcome these and I've added in different modalities and different things that have really worked for me. And the beauty of that is I get to now share that with my clients and help them work through a lot of these challenging uh, moments as well. Interesting. Um, So you mentioned you help um, your clients transform their lives and with um, their grief. Um, What type of experiences with grief um, have you been exposed to um, in your um, story? Sure. So Most people don't realize that when we go through pivotal moments in our life that are really life-changing, so it could be a divorce, going through infertility, the loss of a loved one, loss of a pet, um, losing a job, things of that nature, we all experience varying levels of grief and loss. While most people associate that grief is only with the loss of a loved one or loss of a pet, right, with death, that's really not the truth. So I've experienced a lot of grief throughout my life in the last 10 to 15 years, And more recently, uh, last, let's see, it'll be four years ago recently that I lost my dad to cancer. And that was where my role, my whole world just came crumbling down and things really shifted for me in terms of the professional work that I was doing and really just how I perceive life as a whole. You know, I realized, you know, when you're put in that moment and you lose someone that you're really close with, it really almost, uh, it hits the reality check for you that life really is short and that you really need to learn how to embrace the journey that you're on and really live it to the fullest because you never know 
when your time is coming, right? And my dad, he passed away. He was, he had just turned 66. So he wasn't, uh, you know, he wasn't old by any means. He was young and it was two weeks after his birthday. So, you know, it was, he had a lot of life left that he could have lived. And unfortunately, you know, the cancer, uh, you know, came in and swooped in and took him from us rather early. So when I went through that experience with him, uh, it didn't really hit me that he had, was gone until the aftermath, until later. I was so focused on, you know, dealing with the estate and helping my mom and, you know, just getting everything situated that I knew he was gone, but it just really, the emotions in the reality just didn't really set in for me for a while. And it took me a while to really even admit that there was a lot more going on with uh, with me than just the grief and the loss of losing my dad. I was also really struggling with a lot of mental health uh, issues and <laughs> my ego didn't want me to admit that there was anything wrong with me per se, that there was anything else going on. And I chose to push those feelings aside and continue to keep hustling in my business and you know, take care of the family and what have you. And it really wasn't until I had a moment where I really just had a complete breakdown and I flipped out and I... <laughs> as much as I laugh about this now, it's really not funny, but I really flipped out on my young son and over something just so stupid. But it was in that moment that I realized that I really needed, I really needed help. And I needed to get the help that I, you know, that I desperately needed. So I went and sought help and the doctor diagnosed me with a major depression, uh, signs of having PTSD and generalized anxiety disorders. So on top of dealing with the grief and loss from my dad and this whole new world of trying to navigate life in the new normal without him and then adding in mental illness in there, it was, um, it was interesting to say the least, <laughs> but you know, with that, you always learn and you grow. And that's uh, the beauty of it is it gives you an opportunity for transformation. Absolutely. Um, I am sorry for your loss. Um, Thank you. my dad did have a experience with cancer as well um he beat it though so yay that it's out of his system for now mm -hmm. um so my heart really goes out to you in regards to your father and the cancer because I understand that from a personal mm -hmm. level um how unfortunate that can be um mm -hmm. it's just it's difficult and with my dad you know I was with him every step of the way from you know ironically he fell at one of my rental properties so my husband and I, we have real estate that we uh, invest into. So we're real estate investors. And he was at the property with my husband and he was up on the ladder and he was cutting down limbs. And for whatever reason, one of the tree limbs swung and hit him and he fell off the ladder and fell a good amount of feet. <laughs> and he busted and shattered his hip and what have you and was rushed to the emergency room. And had he not gotten hurt at my rental property, his cancer would have gone undiagnosed and we wouldn't have been able to be with him for another year. I mean, granted, despite he was going through treatments and what have you, but that bought us one more year of memories and being able to say goodbye and just prepare for potentially of what was to come. Because had it not, we don't know how long he really would have been with us. So there's that little bit of a blessing in disguise as, as much as I did want him to fall at my rental property. But I'm also grateful for that because it gave us a little bit more time with him. Absolutely. And I'm actually mm -hmm. pretty glad you mentioned a blessing in disguise because I actually can relate to that mm -hmm. um, a lot more deeper than people realize. Um, I got diagnosed with diabetes at the start of the pandemic last year in 2020. Oh, no. So mm -hmm. um, that's a heck of a time to have any type of health change or yes. diagnosis during a virus that could potentially kill you. But mm -hmm. um, 
as far as the blessing in disguise um, metaphor you use, which I personally use in regards to my diagnosis, because mm-hmm. leading up to being diagnosed, um, I probably gone through the most depressive time mm-hmm. in my life. Um, just give you some insight to me, because um, I didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. I could have died at any given moment. That's um, scary. I usually see the silver lining to things right away, and there's mm-hmm. a reason for everything. But um, in that particular mindset of depress- depression, um, yeah, it was pretty much depression. Um, I couldn't really see things clearly at mm-hmm. all. Um, yes. My mental health specifically was really rocked to the core because mm-hmm. I thought this could be my last breath or the last chance I wake up, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, but eventually the answer was revealed to me. I'm a Christian, so I do believe in okay. a higher power, um, especially. So eventually the answer was revealed to me, which was my diagnosis. Um, I saw it as God's way of giving my life more purpose and giving mm-hmm. me a chance to live my life and continue living my life um, as opposed to simply dying because I was on the brink of death. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sure you're familiar with this considering um, you're a coach and you help others with their grief. I know there's many ideas and approaches to grief. Um, And yet there's also some healing and reflection Mm -hmm. and um, silver linings. Though they may not be crystal clear at that given moment. Yes. Um, The hindsight is always 20-20. When you can go back and, and see, really find those blessings, find those silver linings. It's hard. It's hard at first, but you can go back and you can find them. And that's when you can, that's really a wonderful thing. Yes. And considering this all occurred in 2020, that's also like a profound vision, like statement. Oh yeah, Um, absolutely. But it's a good thing that you found out right, right in the middle of 2020, because then it also gave you the time and the space to be able to do your own healing, to get your diagnosis and your health under control gave you that space probably to be able to just mentally unpack what just happened because even with a medical diagnosis like that so whether it's diabetes or cancer or anything where you have a significant change in your health it can cause feelings of grief and loss because it's no longer you're no longer normal so to speak right we always look at this this facet of normal but really what is normal right there's nothing that's really normal your normal is not my normal right but when we look at that, how things have changed and now we can't continue on the course of what we've been on for how many years, it changes things. And we experience those feelings of grief and loss because things have changed. And it's those feelings of change, the feelings of uncertainty, the feelings of we can't go back and fix what we what we could have done. We can only change from going forward. And um, you know, so there is that those varying levels of grief and everyone has their own levels of grief and their own experience. But we do experience grief and loss when we have moments like that, whether it's our health or, you know, infertility. I struggled with infertility for nine years. I've gone through a divorce, you know, so every one of these things that I've gone through, you, you do experience that grief and loss. And like for myself, I didn't realize how much grief and loss I've experienced over the years and how much turmoil and traumatic events I've gone through for the last 10, 15 years until I really sat down and I took a look and I started evaluating and looking back at things and writing down, okay, I went through this really difficult time in my life. How did I get through it? And 
I did that with every single thing that I've gone through. And what I ended up finding was really like a framework of what I, what I go through and what I do to be able to overcome a lot of these obstacles, because let's be honest, when you get a health diagnosis like that with diabetes, I mean, I don't have it, but I have three of my sisters have it. And my dad had it. So, I mean, it's something that we, we, as a family are very common, you know, we, we have knowledge about, but when you go through something like that, I mean, it's, it really hits you at your core and it's, you know, you have to make some really difficult decisions and um, step into really step into your power and make that decision that you have to make changes, you know, for yourself to make things better. And it's not easy. That change is not easy at all by any means. Absolutely. And coming from a person who was never really okay with any idea of change whatsoever. Mm-hmm. However, um, it was far better than the alternative and that's simply not being here. Absolutely. So, um, I saw it as a real testament of love mm-hmm. and um, transformation, if you will. Absolutely. That God, um, and this is just my prerogative, my personal belief system, mm-hmm. that the light will come at the end of the tunnel in yes. the darkness. Um, yes. And that's the same case for me in regards to my story and my personal mm-hmm. um journey as well um I had many health related issues growing up so as far as this particular um drastic health condition news being diabetic was Mm -hmm. not really easy for my family whatsoever Mm -hmm. um and I'm sure um you can relate to that since you have Mm -hmm. some diabetes in your family as well absolutely it's an Uh, adjustment not just for you but for yeah for the entire family yeah now they have to take in consideration what's being cooked make sure that you've got food that you can eat, making sure that they're not tempting you with all the delicious treats and things that you probably really shouldn't be having, right. monitoring you to make sure your sugars aren't dipping that, you know, it's, um, there's definitely, there's a lot that goes into even just from a family side of perspective of really just helping, you know, your family members that are going through that. So I, I, I understand I do. It's definitely a huge shift for not only you, but for everybody. Um, it definitely was, and they didn't really perceive it all that well, to be honest, mm-hmm. which considering um, how I was born and my upbringing and all the health related issues, um, to have to go through this in my 20s wasn't, mm-hmm. when my life seemed pretty together, um, wasn't easy for them, but they were very proud of the fact that I took this particular change with such a bright perspective because I saw mm-hmm. it as God's love liver, literally yes give you a profound statement God's love mm-hmm. literally saving me from the brink of death um mm-hmm. to, um emphasize scripture and the resurrection all that um absolutely no that's beautiful I love it I think um, that's a beautiful way to look at it um I took what happened to me as a blessing in disguise very much um mm-hmm. and um, I will say, um, though this pandemic has been unfortunate, um, I did have an opportunity to examine my health and keep it under control a lot better. And even if the pandemic hadn't happened, um, I still would have been given that opportunity because my family really strongly believed that I should come accustomed to this particular change instead of focusing on school. So I did take mm-hmm. a break from school before everything got shut down as well Mm -hmm. um and considering um this pandemic has brought on reflection and Mm -hmm. exploration of different types of interests um do you feel people have had 
because the world had to really be put on pause during this mm-hmm. chaoticness, which life is rarely ever on pause. So the pause is actually also a blessing to an extent as far as re-examining our priorities and what truly matters. Um, do you feel people have taken advantage of um, finding out who they are or transforming their lives in some way, considering what you do? Yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of, I mean, I work with women, mostly women all over the world. I mean, I've worked with some men, but mostly women. And I have a group where I have, you know, a couple thousand people that are in there. And what I found is that they have really taken a look at their businesses. They've taken a look at their life. They reprioritize their priorities um, where they've decided to put their faith first. They've decided to put more time and effort into their family and really strengthening their relationship with their significant others and reconnecting with their children, um, making more memories with their children. And a lot of this has brought more joy into their life, has brought a lot more creativity and sparked new ideas. Uh, A lot of people that I've been around have started new hobbies that have really allowed them to really flourish. Um, They stepped into new roles. I've seen a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs, because that's a lot of who I work with, they've pivoted and shifted in their business because of the pandemic and the change where they realized that what they were doing really wasn't lighting them up. And they really stepped into more of their purpose and made that shift. And, you know, they've really gone on to really thrive in their business during the pandemic when so many people are really struggling. So it definitely has given a lot of people that time for reflection, time for change, time for growth. And, you know, so the pandemic, yes, it was really, you know, it's unfortunate and, it, and it's, it's a really crappy thing to have to be going through, but there has been a lot of blessings because of it. So even for myself, you know, I have a young son, you know, he's six and he's been home with me. I mean, he's been in school now, but at the middle height of the pandemic, he was home with me and I had to learn how to work through homeschooling him. Uh, running multiple businesses that we have. I was in the middle of releasing an anthology and writing my first book, Healing from Grief, last year and trying to get all that done with him being home, entertaining him. And it really forced me to really take a look at my daily routine, how to prioritize what tasks I needed to get done, uh, attending to him, uh, really seeing what he needed support with uh, in terms of his education and you know things of that nature. And so it really did open my eyes and I know open a lot of my clients eyes as well, just how to just change things overall and continue down a new path. That's really, you know, opening them up, you know, to more opportunities and what have you. So, you know, as much as it's been uh, not as not the most pleasant of situations to be in for the pandemic, but it has brought a lot of blessings for a lot of people. And it's just a matter of perspective, right? It's a matter of how you're looking at it. Have I talked to people that I've said, oh, this pandemic is horrible and, you know, everything is so bad, of course, but it's all in your matter of your perspective. It's all a matter of your mindset and how you're looking at things. And if you can look, if you have the attitude of finding those blessings, finding that silver lining, you're going to find those silver linings. It's just, you're going to, that's just the reality of it. Absolutely. And I strongly believe um, any experience you encounter, Mm -hmm. however that may be, bad, good, um, they all play a factor into mm-hmm. shaping you into who you are, who you are. And if I hadn't been diagnosed, then I wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. And then this, I would have um, birthed this podcast to help others during this unfortunate season. So everything Absolutely. plays a factor in mm-hmm. um, 
So yep. even um, if you don't realize it, it does. I mean, it yeah. really does play a factor and it, but it's about going back and looking, looking at things from that different perspective and, and being willing to look at things and see them differently. Right. So like, even people always ask me like, how can you be so so happy or okay with, you know, the loss of your dad. And I said, well, it's not that I'm happy. Okay. With it. It sucks. Like I want my dad here. I miss my dad every day, but had I not gone through that experience and I had not lost him, I wouldn't have released my book. I wouldn't have, you know, started writing my next book. You know, I wouldn't have dove into a lot of these holistic and alternative healing modalities and really started focusing a lot on the grief facets and how you can do this deep inner healing and so that opened the door for me to really branch out uh, significantly in the realm of what I was doing, because prior to my dad's passing, I was really, I focused more on business coaching and marketing consulting. And I did most of that for the last, you know, four years before he passed. And then after that, I, I really started looking more at a lot of more of the life coaching, the holistic healing and um, weaving that into a lot of the business coaching and what I do. So it helped me broaden my horizons and really tap more into really of who I am and more of what I can do and not keep myself in that box. You know, so it's unfortunate that my dad had passed, but it's also a blessing because it brought me to where I am today and doing a lot of the things that I'm doing. And, and really for me, like, I'm also a Christian. So I really feel like I I've really stepped into like my divine calling, what I'm really being called to do and offer those services to others. And it gives me a different, a different passion and a different uh, perspective on things because I know that I'm making an impact and making an impact uh, in a significant way with their healing journey and helping them really transform and really step into who they are. Absolutely. And I feel, um, just to give you a little bit more insight to me, um, with my diagnosis, obviously I saw it as um God's way of giving my life more purpose mm-hmm. and then he basically give given me a mantra um for that particular season and from the future seasons from here yeah. on out to be a warrior for change but yes. I didn't exactly know specifically how he wanted me to do that only voice projection I've ever done is spoken word videos mm-hmm. so um fast forward to March everything zoom I am upon this young adult ministry at my church who's doing Zoom sessions and they're saying, hey, Dion, what you say is inspiring, encouraging and awesome. So I took to heart what they said, even though they hadn't even met me yet. For some reason, the power of my voice has such a ripple effect through a computer screen mm-hmm. that they say I'm inspiring is pretty remarkable and awesome. Um, I took to heart what they were saying and what God has called me to do. And that pretty soon, well, I guess I can fast forward to summer and June because this was March. Um, Summer, um, I asked God to use me however he wants to use me, um, Mm -hmm. crying, um, having my head lifted towards the sky. Um, And in August is when I launched my podcast. So that was pretty much his answer (laughs) to how he wants to use me. Um, So that pretty much birth this podcast as far as path and callings and Mm -hmm. 
And I love that they platform to help others pretty much. Absolutely. And I love that they saw your light and they saw what your divine mission was going to be even before you did. And (laughs) it's always interesting when you think of, when you go back and you think about that and, you know, when people say little things or, um, kind of steer you in the right direction. And for, you know, those are what a lot of people call God wink moments. And they really are because you're being redirected. So whenever I think of failure, like it's, it's never a failure. I'm being redirected to where I'm supposed to be. Right. I don't believe in those failures. I don't believe, um, I don't believe in coincidences. Everything happens for a reason. And so when things happen like that, I'm being redirected, I'm being reguided, I'm being put back on the path I'm meant to be on. And you've got people in your life that I like to call them, you know, your, your, your living angels, they're helping guide you, right? They got you redirected to where you're supposed to be so you can be living your calling. And it's, it's always fun. It always gives me chills when I hear stories like that, because it's such a a marvelous thing when you can hear it and people can identify that certain people along the way have redirected them and helped them with their calling. And you know, you know, that there was a divine uh, intervention for that. There was someone they were spoke to, they were, they were guided to help you on your journey. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, I'm going to guide us to our icebreaker question at the moment. Um, It's a fun question. I don't know if I'm able to stump you. Many of my guests enjoy this question, so we shall see. If you could have any superpower that's not flying or teleporting, many people pick teleporting when I say they can't pick flying, but it's the exact same thing. So if you could have any superpower that's not flying or teleporting, what would it be? What would it be? Ooh, that's a good one. Because yeah, I would definitely like to be able to teleport. Everyone does. I mean, who wouldn't <laughs> want to, right? Um, I think for me, what would be really interesting would be able to hear people's thoughts, right? I want to be able to read people's minds and not like the bad way of reading people's minds, but being able to read their minds or um, in a way that I would be able to help them understand things a little bit differently, right? Like use it for, use it for the betterment, not for the negative. <laughs> but oh. That would be really fun. And not hear, not hear like all of the intimate details or things, you know what I mean? But hear certain facets of what's going on in their head that I am meant to hear. So not everything that I'm meant to hear that I would be able to help them move forward. That would be, that would be pretty cool. That'd be interesting. Could you imagine? <laughs> I can. That used to actually be my go-to answer for this particular um, question, but I changed it up just for fun. Um, many people approach it differently with either a sincerity, a comical, a practical one, a power that's not in existence. So that's the joys about this question. Yeah, that's a fun so, one. I have not been asked that one. So that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> so the power I would have, it's not exactly a power yet, but I feel like it would be one in the future, would be the power for this podcast to be heard across other galaxies that have yet to be discovered. Nice. They're not like discovered yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know what? You never know. There just might be. They might, you might already be reaching other galaxies and you don't even know it. <laughs> it's <is> possible. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, we can talk about galaxies all day long, but we're at the end of this awesome conversation, unfortunately. Do you have any social plugins or websites where people can find your book? Give us the one-on-one into how my audience can get in contact with you. 
Absolutely. So I like to keep things super simple. You can go to my website at kaylabrisi.com. That's K-A-Y-L-A-B-R-I-S-S-I.com. And you can find me on social media at the handle at Kayla Brisi, all over social media. So super easy to find. If you navigate to my website, there's actually a tab that's there that has uh, all about the author. And you can find all of my books on that tab, including um, ones that I've previously released for anthologies, The Healing from Grief, and then Transforming Inner Pain and Embracing the Journey actually come out uh, in July this year. So they will be releasing very soon, but you can get the details on those on the website too. Awesome. Thank you for joining me today, Kayla. This was an awesome, awesome conversation. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. I always love doing these. (laughs) (laughs) No problem. To all my listeners, stay healthy, stay safe, and until next time. Bye. See ya. Hello, everyone. It is your heart warrior, Dion, here. I hope you enjoyed the latest episode of Words of Heart. If you like this episode and would like to leave a rating slash review, please do not hesitate to do so. You can leave the review slash rating on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. In addition, if you would like to let me know right away your thoughts on this episode, you are also welcome to leave a voice message right here on the Anchor app. I hope you enjoyed this episode and have a wonderful day.